Well, hello everyone. Welcome to the program. My name is Reverend Brian, and I am the Right Wing Reverend. Well, today's program is going to be the first in a hopefully a long series that we're going to call TABA, Take America Back Again. And the series has been designed for, well, we'll get into that after prayer because I want, it's very important, I don't want to rush through it, I want to make sure that we all understand the premise. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, you are an awesome, awesome God. I want to give you thanks and praise and glory for everything. Lord, I pray the words that are spoken would be true and honest and blessed by you that today, tomorrow, and for as long as possible, that the right people will hear these messages called Tabba. We love you, we thank you, and we praise you. We do it in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Well, the premise for this, and for those of you that have been following me for a while, which based on algorithms for Facebook, is probably down to 20 or 25. <laughs> but for those of you that have been watching for a while, you know that I haven't been doing any programs for a while. And there was a reason for that. Number one, I was burned out. We did a show every week for five years. And, uh, and we're coming up on a milestone, actually, pretty quick. And um, our 300th show. And when we do one of those, we always talk about some form of getting saved. And that's coming. But the other reason was it began to occur to me that no matter what we say or do, the left will eventually turn our country towards socialism. Now, whether it goes all the way full tilt or whether we accept uh, various versions of it along the way, one thing I have learned in my 60 years is this. The left is willing to go inch by inch. I mean, when you think about where we were in the 50s to where we are today in the 20s, the country is even recognizable. So I thought, okay, let's take the premise that the country, that conservatives lose our place at the table and the liberals and AOC take over eventually. Then what? Well, I decided what I wanted to do is I wanted to, to go back and try to establish all along the way, the steps that were taken by the left so that future generations would know, hey, when they start talking about fed federal funding for education, we need to say no to that. And today we're going to talk about education. And, and I was looking over the material. It looks like it's probably going to be more than one part, which is fine. The whole purpose of this is to be uh, thorough, complete and accurate and I'm not interested in filling any type of format or actually I don't even expect Facebook uh, to cover this I, I, I'm doing these for posterity uh, they will be on our website which by the way you can see over my shoulder all of our programs will be there there's going to be uh, eventually there will be another page added to our uh, our front page, and it'll be called TABA, T-A-B-A, Take America Back Again. And the goal of these videos and audio is to 
once our country has turned towards socialism, how can that generation that is in power take America back from the liberals and not make the same mistakes that the generation since have made? So today I want to talk about education. And in my mind, this is probably one of the biggest issues and continues to be today. Uh, when, after I had decided to do this, I was getting ready to record a couple of weeks ago and I found a, an article in one of our local liberal rags talking about teaching LBGTQMNOP to our kindergartners all the way through high school. And I was like, really? And we're at some point on this part of education, we're going to talk about that article. And, uh, and you won't believe it. Uh, the LGTPQ, whatever it is, um, have put out an all points bulletin nationwide to, to go after the education system because what Hitler said was accurate. Give me the textbooks of one generation and I will control the next generation. The left has done that. They started taking over uh, the education system back when they took prayer out of school, back in the 60s. And inch by inch they have taken it over and it culminated, uh, when I say culminated, I mean it and to where it is now where gay rights and, and uh, uh, sex education, I was just watching a program where they were talking about teaching fourth and fifth graders uh, how to do different types of sexual acts. Um, I, I don't, I'm not really even comfortable mentioning them, but anything that you could do in the bedroom, they're teaching fourth and fifth graders how to do. Not just heterosexually, but homosexually as well. Disgusting. Can you imagine doing that in the 50s? That would never have happened. So anyway, I want to go back and I want, I want to remind people, and again, remember, we're speaking into the future. I want to remind you that education in this country was formed and designed locally. Locally. That means, and, and think back to when uh, in the 1800s, when when the the nation was unfettered, and you had a little community of farmers set up, and they'd have a one-room schoolhouse, you know, where all the kids from kindergarten through 12th grade were being taught, and everybody would be taught on their own level. That's how education was designed. So that when the school, when the towns became more populated and the schools had to become bigger, they needed money, so they went to the property taxes, because that's the local people paying for their local education, and Americans had no problem at all with that, not at all. Based on the education system today, the majority of funding comes from the state and federal. Remember the golden rule, he who has the gold makes the rules. My question is this, and I live in Illinois, the state that has the highest uh, property taxes, including higher than California. I want to know how come we have the highest property taxes 
in the country and one of the worst educational systems in the country. Why are we allowing Washington to dictate our education system? We, and when I say we, I mean the school boards, not we the people. The school boards made a decision to sell out to the state first because the state wanted to, for whatever their reasons were, you know, to ensure graduations, to ensure uniformity of education, for whatever their excuses were, the states wanted to give the school districts money. Oh, the other favorite one is to raise school teachers' salaries. I've heard that for 50 years and school teachers are still clamoring about making a living wage. And, and billions and billions and billions of dollars continue to pour in to an average at best school district. We have a, we have a town of 112,000 people. We have four high schools. Two of them aren't safe to go to. And yet we have the highest property taxes in the country. We have school boards that are supposed to be local. But if you look at the school boards and the decisions they are capable of making, i.e. school texts, and here's, a, here's, a, here's something for you to think about. An evangelist named uh, Kent Hovind does a whole video series, and I, I want you to write this down and get it and, and watch it. Kent Hovind, H-O-V-I-N-D. Um, called Take the Lies Out of the Textbooks, where he goes through, there are hundreds of lies still being taught in our textbooks. I mean, major ones. And just a couple that popped to mind. The school still teaches the Big Bang Theory. We know that's not possible. They still teach the experiment that proves that it is. It's not possible. It could never have happened. It can't be replicated. They say the Grand Canyon is formed by billions and billions of years of water. That's not true, and we can, it's easily provable. Kent Hovind, go get those videos and watch them. But the school boards make the decisions on which textbooks they can have. Now, most of the states, as he will tell you in that video, have uh, rules on the books that all textbooks should teach the truth, and no lies should be in there, but none of them live up to that because school boards are local. If the liberals and the left are all on school boards, what kind of books do you think they're going to give the kids? They're going to give them textbooks that teach about the Big Bang Theory, evolution, uh, weather, climate control, that's the kind of education your kids are going to get. So for right here and for right now, by the way, I strongly, strongly suggest one of two choices for educating your children. Private, non-secular schools or homeschool. Preferably homeschool. When one of the major steps that happened that got the federal government into the local schools was busing. 
I remember when busing happened. That was in the 70s. I'm going to tell you an experience uh, that happened to me personally, and this was in the mid-80s. In our town, I lived on the good part of town. Predominantly white, predominantly wealthy, though we weren't. And the school, uh, we were on the far west side, far away from the other end. And we had a brand new school building right across the street. I sent my daughter there when we moved there to this school. And the first uh, school thing they had, I went. Now, the entire staff, the entire teaching staff, the entire management staff were blacks. Not that I have a problem with that, but it's not local. The only white was the cook in the kitchen, a little old lady. And there was probably a staff of about 30 to 35 people, I would say. I'm not prejudiced. I'm not angry. But it, it reflected in the education she got. And I let her stay there for a year. And these are the things that happened. When Kwanzaa came, we had, they had a whole month of an African something or other in residence that taught they had a, 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 a seminar every day in the cafeteria for a month, and he would talk about Africa and Kwanzaa. Which, by the way, Kwanzaa is not a thing. Google it. It was made up by some CIA agents. But a whole month. So then Christmas, we had nothing about Jesus. We had nothing about the cross. We had two days. Two days of Christmas trees and Santa Claus pictures being painted and sent home. Nobody in residence, no teaching about Christianity, no teaching about Christmas, no nothing. Thanksgiving, on the other hand, we had two weeks of turkeys and Indians and uh, all that. You see the difference? Subtle differences. I took I took my children out of public schools at that point and, and sent them all to parochial. Because the next year, when busing came in, they were bringing all of the blacks from a 40-minute bus ride away to our side of town and taking all the white kids and sending them over to the black end of town. That was their definition of Busing. Oh, well, I did not take her out that year. I waited one year because they were moving her to another school, and I didn't know which one. So that first parent-teacher thing there, I walked in, and on the walls was neon orange and neon green walls all through this place. The school was a beat-up, tattered brick building uh, with no air conditioning in the middle of the roughest part of town. And the staff was white, by the way. It was either white or mixed. It didn't matter. 
the fact of the matter is, uh, my fifth grade daughter was going to a school in the roughest part of town when I had paid property taxes on the best part of town so that she could get a good education, which that option was open to all the people on the other side of town as well. They chose to live there. I paid more money to live where I can, and I'll be darned if I'm going to pay outrageous property taxes to send my daughter to the worst school in town. I moved into a condo, still on a good part of town, but I didn't have to pay the property taxes. But busing was the excuse that the Federals used to come in because now they had to buy, they had to subsidize uh, the buses, they had to subsidize uh, the cost and the transportation and the enforcement and uh, court cases being sued to go to, uh, and you know, here it is 50 years later and you know what everybody, the common people on the common street says? I want my kids to go to a neighborhood school. If I wanted them to go to a white school, I would have moved to a white neighborhood. And I'm saying the same thing. If I wanted my kid to go to a black school, I would have moved to a black neighborhood. But I don't want the government to tell me where my kid's going to go to school. Allow me to make that choice. That is the choice. That is the beginning of it. And from then on, it went downhill. In 1979, and I was against this then, and I'm against it all the way through to today. In 1979, Jimmy Carter created the Department of Education. Okay? Now, in 1978, we were number one in the world in education. You know, they do those annual test scores and who's on top and who's on bottom. We were number one. United States was number one. Today, we are number 17th in the world. And that is after 40 years of the federal and state government at our schools. When it was local, we were number one in the world. Now that it's state and federal, we're number 17. And going further down, when I, when I tell you about this article and the show that I watched about teaching about LGBTQ and uh, homosexuals, and sex acts. This is the stuff they're teaching in school today. How about let's get back to reading, writing, and arithmetic. I am embarrassed when these people go on college campuses and they ask college kids, college, with all the mass media that we have, and they say, who's our president? Three-fourths of them don't know who the president is. Four-fifths of them don't even know who the vice president is. In fact, I would not be surprised if you ask them when the War of 1812 happened, half of them probably wouldn't get it right. And the sad part is when you see the videos, the kids are actually proud that they're that stupid. I don't get it and I don't understand it. We didn't even get near where I wanted to. This is definitely gonna to have to be a several parter. Uh, and I, which is fine. But I, I, our list of topics is very long. So we may be doing this for a while. But today is going to be part one
of our series called TABA. And it will be on our website, and there will be a button you can go over there and click on TABA and have the programs as we do them uh, be up there for you. Uh, next time when we get together, I want to talk about some of the consequences that were faced um, because of the federal and state takeover of our educational system. Uh, and that's, that's, there's been quite a few. And then we're going to do some recommendations and then, then one show I want to talk about the uh, article and the show that I watched. It's, it is absolutely unbelievable to me. I'm, I'm just sad I didn't get further, but I do feel like we talked a little bit in detail. We got some valid information, and we're laying the groundwork for what we can do in the future um, to take our country back from the left and the liberals who have led us down this socialist path. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, you are an awesome, awesome God. I want to give you thanks and praise and glory. Lord, I pray that the days that I am teaching about never happen, but if the left and Satan continue to have their way, it is inevitable that it will happen. And I pray that these words survive long enough so that the people then that long for your way of life, your morality, and your son to be back in all the places he belongs instead of taken out as he has been by the left, I hope they survive. I hope they are truthful. I hope they are accurate, and I hope they are blessed. Lord, we do these things and pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that's program, everyone. Just a couple of announcements. If you'd like to know a little bit more about who we are and what we do, you can find us online at prayerboxministry.org. That's O-R-G org. We just did a major upgrade over there. There's lots you can do over there. Uh, you know, somebody read the Bible to you chapter by chapter, not book by book. So if you got two or three minutes, you want to get some Bible in, go over there, bookmark it. One of the reasons we do these programs is to push our website because at some point I feel like we're going to be picked off of all of social media and I'd like as big a following as we can to either bookmark or another thing you can do is you can put an icon on your desktop because if they kick us off, you won't see our programs or our address anymore. So go over there and check us out, prayerboxministry.org. Well, that's a program, everyone. You have a blessed week. I look forward to next week. My name is Reverend Brian, and I am the Right Wing Reverend.